0: people and welcome back to the revivals holy week devotional series for today's reading and teaching we will be in the book of john chapter 19 verses 38 through 42 as a reminder this week's readings are from the christian standard bible the csb translation receive the word of god on this day And after this, Joseph of Arimathea, who was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly because of his fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might remove Jesus's body. Pilate gave him permission, so he came and took his body away. Nicodemus, who had previously come to him at night, also came, bringing a mixture of about 75 pounds of myrrh and aloes. They took Jesus' body and wrapped it in linen cloths with the fragrant spices, according to the burial custom of the Jews. There was a garden in the place where he was crucified. A new tomb was in the garden. No one had yet been placed in it. They placed Jesus there because of the Jewish day of preparation and since the tomb was nearby. We are now sitting in a moment in time in the passion story that I think is often overlooked. We are in the agonizing period between Jesus' death and resurrection. For us living today, 2,000 plus years after this biblical account, we are reading to the story having already known the ending. We know Jesus will be coming soon. On the third day, he will rise and live again. The victory is coming, but for his followers who lived among him who walked with him, who served with him and went with him from sea to sea? They lived with the crushing grief and belief that his death was final. They just saw their teacher and Lord brutally beaten and hung on a tree before them. They are incredibly heartbroken and now afraid for their lives. If they could kill Jesus, they might kill us too. As the dust settles from the day's terrible events, We see two of Jesus' followers emerge to use their resources to tend to Jesus' lifeless body and prepare it for burial. These two men, Joseph of Arimathea and Nicodemus, were both men who had prominent positions in Jewish leadership, yet they followed Jesus. They were more subversive in their devotion to Jesus. Joseph kept his allegiance a secret, while Nicodemus of Pharisee, visited Jesus by night instead of out in the open. These two men represent the complexities of navigating the inside and outside approaching political spaces. And while I do wonder where Joseph and Nicodemus were in the moments of the crucifixion, I think it is important to see that Jesus did have allies on the inside of the corrupt Jewish system who eventually used their resources to prepare Jesus for burial. When Joseph and Nicodemus assume Jesus' body, they prepare him with spices and oils and wrap him in linen as the Jewish burial customs dictated. He is then placed in an unused tomb. This will be important because when when he resurrects, they will find no bones in the tomb. And since no other bodies have been placed there, it will further support the claims of his resurrection. But what is most profound for me is that the tomb is in a garden near the site of the crucifixion. What an image. In a place of death, one can find life and generativity through the presence of the garden. The garden is an important space for Jesus, as he often retreated to gardens to have intimate prayer and communion with God. Mirroring the life Adam and Eve once shared with God in the Garden of Eden, the place of perfection and harmony between God and God's people. So when Jesus' body is placed in the garden, what that really means is that his body is placed back home. And Jesus is still undergoing preparation, even after his soul has departed from his body. As Jesus's soul goes to defeat Satan, sin and death, he is being properly prepared for his return to his beaten and bruised body through his resurrection. Joseph and Nicodemus do not fully realize what they have done. But they have positioned the Savior's body to be reunited with his soul. Let us pray. God of home and life, we thank you for showing us there is more to prepare for, while also reminding us of the pain in the present. We pause to reflect on the period of darkness without our Savior and the grief it presents. And yet, we look for our gardens to rest and wait for the Lord's coming. In Jesus' name, we pray. Amen.